And we're coming up on the final lap of the human rights abuse race. It really is a close one, isn't it, Matthew? It sure is, Andy. In the lead we have the USOA, to the surprise of no one. The Americans have a long history of human rights abuse, going from slavery to racial segregation up into the Mexican children locked up in cages at the border. They really are sending their best this year. And tailing close behind we have Israel, with their impressive amount of dead Palestinians and stolen land, side by side with an aggressive Russia that just forced its way through Ukraine. Crowd favorite North Korea seemed like a serious threat early on, but are now trailing behind. A disappointing sight after so many years of public executions and rigorous media censorship. But what's this? Coming up from the rear, we have China with the systematic extermination of the Uyghurs. And it's China for the win. China wins the human rights abuse race. What an upset victory. Where did this come from? Not since Germany in the 1940s have we seen such a tremendous abuse of human rights. Podcast and coming in from Norway, it's two white guys in a living room. So you're you're watching the games? What games? Um, I mean, I'm oh, not... those games. I mean, you you were home with your mother, I think, this weekend. So I, yeah. I assume there was a certain amount of Olympic joy on the TV. So much joy, so much rage, so much death. Norway number one. Norway number one, Taiwan number two. Okay, uh, so yeah, I'm I'm not big on the Winter Olympics. I'm not a big winter sports guy. Uh, I mean, what are we talking about? You're a terrific skier. <laughs> if you think I'm a terrific skier, you should watch me skate. <laughs> <laughs> one of my first dates with my girlfriend, <laughs> I took her ice skating. That was a did, did bad you, idea. <laughs> did you slit her throat with the skates? Almost. <laughs> uh, yeah, that was a bad date. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm not a big winter sports guy. Are you? I mean, I remember more than me at least. But I mean, I haven't watched it in like a decade. But I remember like watching skiing when I was younger. Hmm. I mean, I've gone skiing. I like going skiing. I just don't have much of an interest for I, it. My experience with you going skiing is like you know, you know, in those <laughs> Disney cartoons when like. There's like a snowball with a, like a couple of skis sticking out. Yeah, you're not far off. <laughs> Matthew, you, when, when you got to know the skier, Andy, that was a different me, man. That was, that was a dark part of my life. Oh, I believe that. Yeah, those first three decades, yeah, those were dark days. I'm 31 now, wiser, more skilled. I'm going to try snowboarding. I've never tried snowboarding, and I think I will be amazing at it. I have a theory. It will look amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Someone will have fun, <laughs> I'm sure. So yeah, now I haven't really been following the games, uh, and but but really, even if I was a ski freak, uh, win winter freak, uh, winter sports freak, I wouldn't be watching because yeah, I'm trying to take a stand against shitty things. So I'm a big football fan. Uh, you know, I, I don't follow regular football, club football anymore. So the uh, the World Cup is like, it's my baby. Yeah, I watched the World Cup. Uh, next, no, this year in Qatar, I'm not going to be watching. Because, you know, slaves, blood, money. Tears. Yeah. Corruption. Uh, so no, I personally haven't been following the Olympics, but... Uh, my entire family and, you know, the entire fucking country are. 
Yeah. Uh, most of my family love winter sports and the Olympics. Uh, my girlfriend does too. She's screaming for all the wrong reasons. <laughs> uh, so yeah, they've been following it, and it's been a weird experience. Well, weird, as expected, but yeah, I've been I've been angry, Matthew. I know that's out of character, an angry Andy, but... That's never happened before. <laughs> nah, <laughs> I'm an even-tempered kind of guy. It's not like I'm, like, reading an article on the internet, thinking to myself... This will make Andy really mad and then <laughs> yes. send it to you and w- getting popcorn, waiting for reaction. Not like I yell at old people at shopping centers or anything. Hey, they had it coming. <laughs> they did have it coming, racist piece of shit. Uh, but yeah, uh, to sum things up, uh, the Winter, Olymp- Winter Olympics in uh, China have started. Uh, and China being the supreme number one at at least one thing, that being human rights abuse... Uh, yeah, the Olympics are proceeding as normal. As normal but, as they can But be. with a few caveats. Yeah. They've been cheating a lot already. Yeah. Yeah. And I've seen, like, police breaking up, like, interviews. Oh, they have? Yeah, I don't, I, I don't think it was, you know, because of anything that were said, but more like, you know, they were filming something they weren't supposed to film it, and like, oh. you know, hey, go away. It always looks like... Like, it's such a nice place of freedom and liberty when, like, police stops people from filming. Yeah, that's a good sign, usually. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, basically, uh, the Winter Olympics are being held in China. A impressive, uh, an oppressive, or impressively oppressive uh, regime of violence and uh, suppression of human rights. And we both have a problem with that. Unlike most of the world, it seems. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I think for most people, they don't understand the amount of uh, political clout you could get from having these kind of big arrangements. There's a reason why, you know, most countries that these days have the Olympics or, you know, the <clears throat> World Cup or, you know, similar big events tend to be, you know, not the richest of countries, but more like countries that wants to paint themselves in a better picture than what it is. Yeah, it's a big PR boost for your country. Um, you get to, you know, I mean, it's basically like, you know, if you go to North Korea, they like show you all the nice things and tell you how nice they are. That's basically what it is. Yeah. And uh, I mean, when was it? 2008 that China had the Summer Olympics? Uh, I have no idea. I think so. Yeah. So it's been like... 12, 13 years since um, since the last time the Olympics were there. And it's obviously worth it. Uh, when it comes to, you know, separating uh, the Olympic Games woo, from the fact that it's being held <laughs> it's being held and arranged by, you know, mass murderers, uh, that's been hard for me. <laughs> and I think it should be. But the response I get from a lot of people, including my mom, because uh, I asked her when I visited, visited hey, Andy, her last weekend. Why do we have to make everything political? Yeah, basically, but not as aggressive because she knows I'll lose my shit. But I basically asked her, like, Mom, how do you feel about, you know, China holding these games? And she said, you know, I'm focused on, on the sports aspect. I, I'm not really thinking about the politics. So it was a really, you know, mellow response. But... Still really problematic because 
really? You're just not thinking about the extremely authoritarian human rights abusing... I mean, you could easily forget a genocide or two. Yeah, that's the thing, because it's not like this is just, you know, sporadic... Uh, I mean, Russia are pretty bad about their homosexuals. I mean, <laughs> you, you gotta call it systematic, that as well. You know, the way they uh, oppress uh, the LGBTQ part of their population. But China really takes the cake. I mean... At least so far, gays haven't been round, rounded up in trains, shaved and blindfolded and, you know, paraded into centers where they're tortured, re-educated, re and had their organs harvested. That's, that's a different level of evil. Yeah, it's... Um... I mean, they're calling it a genocide and not without reason. Happy camps. <laughs> Happy camps, yeah. I mean, the official name is re-education camps. I'd be careful about accepting that. Yeah. Uh, it's it, just it's 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 terrible. It's really really fucking terrible. And I even made the. This is another way I've been pissing my uh, my loved ones off uh, by comparing China to the to Nazi Germany. Uh, I think it's a very fitting comparison uh, not that many people agree but when you you know when you compare the shit they do go after it, going after a specific part of their population systematically rounding them up removing them from society and subjecting them to all Camps. kinds of human rights abuses killing them you know harvesting their organs raping and torturing them and you know, uh, indoctrinating them forcibly it's the same fucking thing like concentration camps are concentration camps and I, I don't care if they're going about things a little bit differently it's still the same fucking shit it's still it's still fascist authoritarian murderous shit monstrous monstrous stuff yeah you don't have to wear the armband to be part of the same system yeah and i i, I do get why people don't I mean, we talked for, before on this podcast about, you know, how much effort it takes to care, to care, and to you know, really believe in making serious change in the world the way things are. We only have so many hours and so much energy every day, uh, but still, some and things you gotta just. I think that's why they disagree so hard with uh, Germany. Com comparison the Nazi comparison because if they were to accept your premise that it was basically the same they would have to care because they would not say that they would not care about Nazi Germany if they were alive back then yeah and you know I asked my mom hey mom if uh, Nazi Germany I mean when was it 36 that they held the games yeah yeah got like, the bronze woo yeah like that was before they started you know invading the world but if, if Nazi Germany was still here today and they were holding the games, would you want us to join the games, participate? And would you, you know, applaud <laughs> Nazi Germany for it? No, of course not. That was, her, that was her answer. But when I asked her, okay, but how is it different here in China? She didn't really have an answer. And I think that goes for a lot of people because 
most of us, I mean, we're all aware that even if you don't believe in all the claims made about how they treat the Uyghurs and the population in general, you know that China is up to some heinous, monstrous shit. I mean, they have a system that scores your behavior and gives you privileges depending on those behavior scores. Yeah, I mean, just now recently, I mean, like six months ago or something, there was a figure skater. Figure skating, that's the word for it. <laughs> yeah, I had a total block about that earlier. Figure skating, that's what it's called. Uh, but there was a, a Chinese figure skater and she came out and accused a Chinese minister, uh, Minister Chang, I think his name was. Seriously, Zhang. <laughs> you had a face. <laughs> His name really was Zhang with, you know, a Z and, a, and an H. Oh, yeah. uh, and accused him of raping her. Then she disappeared, as you know. Probably Chang. went on vacation. Yeah, you know, just cut herself completely off from any contact with any anyone. Any forms of social media. Yeah, so she disappeared. She was disappeared. And she just now recently returned and... I think she's participating in the games, yeah? And Maybe. now, she, just now, a couple days ago, I think, she came out to the media and responding to, you know, the stuff about these allegations, she said, uh, she corrected herself and said, no, no, uh, yeah, that was a misunderstanding. You know, when uh, I said rape, I meant uh, ape. Yeah, not rape. I he, was. He acted like an ape. Yeah, she was sweating bullets, you know, watching that guy with the machine gun in the corner. <laughs> and yeah, no, I wasn't raped at all. That was a misunderstanding. Uh, also, coincidentally, I'm retiring, like, soon. <laughs> yeah. You will never hear from me again. Yeah, so, like, that shit's happening now. And even, even if you ignore all the Uyghur shit, which you really shouldn't, look at Hong Kong, the way they're acting there. It's a monstrous regime. Then... I think they're worse than Nazi Germany. The only thing Nazi Germany has on them is that, yeah, they had taller, whiter guys with blonder hair and they racked up a more public kill count and people cared more because they invaded and killed people in Europe, closer to us. Yeah, I mean, the Nazis invaded Norway, so we cared about that. China is still a world away, except that they produce all the shit we use you know, in our daily lives, electronics and stuff. So we really don't want to make them angry to the point where our former prime minister, Anna Solberg, uh, even went out and said before visiting China that, no, we will not be discussing human rights because, you know, China sucks at them. Yeah, like, we, we want to be friends and exchange money. So uh, why don't we not focus about the human rights? Because, like, like your mother said, I'm focusing on the skiing. Mm. And I get that it's tempting to say that. Uh, like I said earlier, I don't care about winter sports, so it's easy for me to boycott the winter games. I don't feel like I'm missing anything. Uh, it's going to suck not to watch the uh, Football World Cup this year. Yeah, I really want to watch the World Cup, but I'm not going to. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna boycott that shit because I really don't feel right about enjoying a game of football, knowing that almost ten thousand people died building those stadiums. Uh, ten thousand slave slave uh, workers. Uh, but even that's. I mean that that's so. I mean yeah, I'm gonna do that. But let's say. Oh, speaking of human rights abuses, 
Star Wars. I love Star Wars. I would argue that the last Star Wars movie has been human right abuse. That's that was my point. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Star. I love Star Wars, but I hate the Disney sequels. The sequel trilogy is shit, and I think Disney are criminally incompetent in dealing with in handling those that franchise. Still, when the next film comes out, it's more likely than not that I'm gonna watch it in the cinemas. Depending on how the, you're part of the problem. Yeah, that's the that's the thing. You know, it, you are the reason why Ryan Johnson got an entire trilogy. <sighs> he lost that trilogy, by the way. Is it confirmed? Yeah, I mean, he lost it a long time ago. He's not getting a fucking trilogy. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but he's yeah, still so, slighted for it on the MDB, But I don't know. So I hope I'll be strong enough to say no, Disney, no. Uh, but yeah, the the most likely, I think the best I can hope for is that I'll wait until the film comes out and then I'll read a bunch of reviews and shit and then I'll make up my mind. But I'm probably going to give it, if they start a new trilogy, I'm going to give it another chance. Probably. Unless it looks like it's going to really, really suck. But so that's where I can kind of understand how all of these people, all of our countrymen, all of my family, how they feel about the Olympics. You're part of the problem. I am, I know, I know. But here's the thing. When I go and watch Star Wars and pay my money to the Mickey Mouse overlords, what are the consequences? Star Wars is going to keep sucking. I'm going to be out like $10, 10 or $20. So, so more but human no, rights abuse. Yeah, but no people are going to be exterminated when I do it, you know, unless the movie makes no money and Mickey Mouse goes on a fucking rampage through LucasArts, Lucasfilm. But, like, when I when I watch that film, it's not going to be as bad as when you support this oppressive monster regime. When you, when you support these Winter Olympic Games... That's what you're supporting. You're actively supporting that shit. You're saying, I'm fine with that behavior as long as you... So here's the big question. When uh, China becomes number one and some big-ass Chinese conglomerate buys Disney and they produce the Star Wars movies... Fuck that. I'm not watching that shit. No, no way. No way. But they might make better movies than Disney. Fine. I'll pirate that shit. I'm not giving them my money. No way. No. <laughs> Stop looking at me like that. <laughs> fuck you, Matthew. Don't put ideas in their head. Tencent, stay the fuck away. You're a gaming company. Just ruin gaming instead, please. <sighs> no, but, but seriously, when you if, if you if you make the conscious decision of saying, ah, I'm going to ignore this, you are consciously saying, I support this regime. I don't care how you really feel, that's what you're doing. Just like I'm, I'm doing when I'm buying that ticket to watch Star Wars, you're doing the same thing just a million times worse. People are, people's lives are being ruined and people's, people are being killed over this shit. And people are going to keep being killed. And I don't know about you, Matthew, but I mean, we've had a few, quite a few episodes, you know, instances over the last few decades where I've been really ashamed to be Norwegian. I mean, mm-hmm. I was proud of the way we, you know, we, the public, the Norwegian people handled uh, the aftermath of um, uh, July 22nd, 
uh, you know, the massacre, the, the terrorist, terrorist attack. attack. Yeah, I was I was proud to be Norwegian then, but there have been so many so many episodes, especially under our you know heyudating the the right the conservatives. The conservatives. Yeah, they, they they really like China. Yeah, because for all in, their talk about China being evil communists, they sure seem to love them. Yeah, I don't remember exactly how long ago it was, maybe 15 years or something. Uh, Norway, we gave the Nobel Peace Prize to a Chinese dissident called Liu Chabo. And by we, we mean the independent committee that awards the Nobel Peace Prize. Yeah, it wasn't even the country of Norway, it was just the Nobel Committee, which is, you know, based in Norway or something. Yeah, like, we ha- we have a grip on that committee. Uh, and uh, yeah, Liu Chaobo, he was uh, a an opponent of CCP, the Chinese Communist Party. And uh, yeah, he lived out his days and died in house arrest. And China were really pissed at Norway for, you know, giving him the peace prize. Yeah, because now he was so popular that they couldn't just off him and yeah. solve the problem. So they, they basically, alive. they put up another great wall of finance between Norway and China, blocked us from, you know, a lot of shit in China, and our conservative government spent, you know, I don't know, a decade kissing their asses, uh, trying to get on China's good side. That was part of the reason why Anna Solberg refused to uh, to discuss human rights when she visited China. Yeah, and why we no politicians from Norway showed up when uh, the Dalai Lama was in Norway. <laughs> yeah, not a not a single fucking representative showed up because the Dalai, Dalai Lama arrived and. Yeah, yeah, I remember their excuse. Uh, yeah, we're all on vacation now, so there's literally no hu- no human Norwegian representative to yeah. meet him. Sorry, you know. It's not like the king is available or anything. No, no. <laughs> Can you imagine if King Harold had met Dala- the Dalai Lama? Chipu would show up with a fucking blade and cut his head off in front of us. They would be mad. Yeah. So, yeah, and... You know, eventually, after enough years of kissing absolute Chinese ass, we finally got on China's good side again. We got access to their, you know, to their market of different cheap ass quality shit. And we can Uh, sell them fish. Yeah, and we can sell them fish again and make millions. (sighs) On the bones of bad you Uyghurs won't eat any of that fish. Yeah, and so now we're on their good side, and the Norwegian government is terrified of getting on their bad side. Now, even now, when we have a so-called labor government, labor labor-led government, they're not going to do anything to piss off China. And you know, in the wake of this, uh, not the wake, the wake comes after. You know, before, in the months preceding this, these Winter Olympics, like yeah, summertime, late summer, early fall last year, I remember there were a few discussions publicly about you know our participation in these winter games here in Norway. Uh, you know, with a... No, no, fuck, I, I'm confusing that with uh, Qatar. Yeah, I'm confusing it with Qatar because no one has been questioning our participation yeah. in these winter games. Fuck, it's even more disgraceful than I remembered. Yeah, because, you know, <sighs> the World Cup in Qatar, it's not like we're going to get there or anything, so us not showing up won't matter, but us not showing up in China, like, we're winning shit. Yeah, spoiler alert, Norway isn't a great football nation. Our women can play football, but our men, not so much. So yeah, not a single fucking person has even, you know, raised the question of boycotting these Olympics. And 
I don't know how much our faithful listeners knows about Norway, but we're known for a few things. You know, we're basically the richest country on earth, if you judging by per capita. Uh, our quality of life is really high. Uh, we treat our prisoners really, really well. Disgustingly well, com- according to certain nations. And we're fucking awesome on skis. Yeah, and we're fucking awesome at everything winter sports related. Yeah, all of it. You know, cross-country skiing, the biathlon, uh, the the thing where you go really fast down a hill and go uh, to the left and to the right between some gates. As you see, he's a Norwegian. Yeah, slalom and shit. Snowboarding. I, yeah, I think we just won, you know, the, the shit where they... Trick ski, do tricks on their skis, you know, flips and shit. Yeah, we just won the gold. We're awesome at ski shit. Even curling, we're good at. I think we just won the curling stuff. So, yeah, we're, we're really, really good at skiing, especially like, skiing. It would have been felt if we weren't there. Yeah, because that's the thing. Norway is a little, little tiny nation. And in almost every other way, you know, politically, Norway is all but irrelevant. I mean, the best way we can hope to affect the world around us and you know go ahead of the crowd and you know go be a good example is by showing the world how great it is to live here that's basically basically our peak level of power hey yeah it's awesome to live to live here do stuff like we do but when it comes to these olympics we have real power real real power we could have really really changed things because if Norway doesn't show up, if Norway had chosen to boycott and just not showed up for these Olympic Games, the, the, the Games would, and this is not an exaggeration, the, the Games would be ruined. Yeah, there would be, there, in practice, there would be no Olympic Games. Sure, you would still have gold, silver, and bronze medal winners, but everyone would know, every single gold medal winner would, you know... It would taste like silver, because they know that Norway would win that shit if they were there. So we had chosen to boycott these Winter Olympics. Uh, Yeah, it would have stained the entire game, the entire event, the games. And it really would have, it really would have hurt China, really. Because the focus of these games, even in the history books, uh, yeah, unless the Chinese are writing those history books, even in the history books, it would, you know, be made a note of that these games were not the way they should be because Norway refused to participate. And Norway refused to participate because China is a monstrous, monstrous country. But we chose not to do that because we really want to win those medals. And, and get that ad revenue from whatever. Yeah. It's, it's a big business. Yeah, in, in many ways, this I'm so ashamed of being Norwegian, Matthew. Money-wise. You know, you know, even after going on this rant, I mean, I'm lightheaded from rage, but it's mostly shame. I gotta be honest, I'm really ashamed of being Norwegian. Have you? Fuck, man. Have you been paying attention to? I'm not sure which country it is. If it's like Lithuania or like Latvia or Estonia or some shit like that, that have been like standing no one up pays to attention. China. Uh, one of those countries have been standing up to China in in some way. Really? Yeah. In in a during way. During the games? Not not during the games, but like before in some sort of like, I don't. I'm not sure what they're fighting over, but they have some sort of like thing, and they're like, yeah, fuck, we're not, we're not gonna bow to your will. 
Uh, and uh, it's it's been impressive to see them actually take a stand on whatever they're taking a stand on. But because yeah. th- it will have consequences, and they're like, yeah, we're doing this out of principle. Yeah, by all means, if we had done that, I mean, <laughs> China would all but declare open war on Norway. Uh, but shouldn't we be okay with that? Like, if we if we give in to this, like if we give in to this level of evil. Like, what's the point in even pretending to want to do good at all? Like, yeah. like I said, Nazi Germany, would we accept just, I mean, I know some Norwegians accepted just bowing our heads to the Germans, but... Yeah, you met some of them at the mall the other day. Yeah, local shoppers here. <laughs> Fuck those guys. But seriously, this is the time, to, this was the time to stand up and really make a stand and really make, a, make an effort and really hurt China for the way they're treating people and we we didn't even miss it we chose not to take that chance and we're never going to get that chance again not anytime soon and yeah because during the next games when fucking i don't know sweden holds the games if we choose to boycott because oh we don't want china to participate they're evil it's not going to have the same effect these games are in china we we could have we could have made a difference matthew that was the one chance we had. Yeah, but like... I hope we, we can lose every here. fucking medal we can. Take that, Norway. Stream me up if you like. I know you want to do it, Mom. She got so angry. When, yeah, uh, I've and been enjoying the part you where... Why make anything so political? <laughs> yeah, why are you going to make it political? I, think, oh, I, I don't know, because politics lead to death and blood. <sighs> it's really, really disappointing. And, uh, yeah, I hope these games go to shit. Um, I mean, the dangerous part about this is how China has been able to create these economical ties. Because at a certain point, they will be unstoppable in the form that so many countries will be so economically depending on having good relations with them that doing something about this internationally, diplomacy-wise, will not ever happen. Hmm. By all means, I, I, I get that it would have consequences. Like I said, all but open war would be declared. Uh, and we'd be right back to where we were, or even worse than we were after yeah, the Yeah, because they, they would have to make an example out of us. Uh, yeah. But, you know, Norway, we're the country to do that. I mean, we're rich enough to, you know, we can outlast that shit for a while. Sure, they, I mean, but it, it, was, it was our time. It was the one time when we could have made a difference and we chose not to. We betrayed the Uyghurs. We betrayed the people of China because I don't have anything against Chinese people. I mean, sure, there are probably a bunch of assholes there like any other country who support their government. And I know that in general, you know, the quality of life for the average Chinese person has gone up under President Xi Pu. I mean, and, uh, considering where it were when he came into power, that's not saying much. Yeah, it's not a high bar to surpass. But and it's uh, still pretty shit to live at the countryside. Yeah, yeah, like it's mm. uh, if you're urban, sure you can make a living. Not all but, people have like indoor toilets. Yeah, but they're doing so much heinous, heinous stuff. Like, I, I, I don't remember if we talked about this at our previous episode, but. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, I saw a video. It was a Chinese girl who had emigrated to um, to America, I think, and she got a video call from China 
<laughs> and it was a call from the police in China. And she recorded the phone call. And the police officers, officer really aggressively asked her about certain things she had posted on social media, like China critical stuff. I don't think it even was that aggressively critical of them, but it was stuff that the CCP... China does. is maybe number one? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was stuff that they didn't approve of. And he was like, why did you post these things on, on the social media? Why do you do this? Basically, basically asking her, why have you betrayed your country and why do you want to die? And she was like, no, I, I don't think I have posted anything like that. She was responding, you know, meekly. And then the fucking police officer, he basically just sticks his hand out of frame and pulls her dad into the frame. Like, here's your father, he wants to speak to you. And he's there sweating bullets, you know, tears quivering in his eyes. And he's like, daughter, please stop talking shit about the, the glorious Communist Party of China. Please, uh, do not disrespect our great leader. Please, 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 please. And Chipu, Chipu, fuck you, Chipu, President Chipu. <sighs> it would have been really fun. I mean, I know you already basically have said this to me, but it would have been really fun if, like, some people were like taking action when the Olympics went on and basically just threw blood onto the tracks. Yeah. Oh, le yeah, let them ski through blood, literal blood. That would be great. Yeah, that would be a great example. Get those images out online. You know, right next to those Tiananmen Squares pictures that they keep censoring, show them a Norwegian, show them a Norwegian medal winner raising, raising his skis covered in blood and skiing through blood-stroked, blood yeah, blood-soaked blood uh, tracks. That would have been good. That would have been something for the history books. And we fucking missed it because we're spineless. <sighs> you know what scares me? Like, long term. We're not there yet, but we're gonna get there. Like, right now, we don't think about this because pretty much all of tech exists in America. I mean, it's produced in China, but it's owned in America. Mm. But can you think when, like, most of the big social networks and search engines and all of this are gonna be Chinese-owned? Yeah, I mean, just look at gaming. Look at, you know, the headway China has made into gaming. Tencent and, you know, a couple other Chinese companies, I think, but especially Tencent, uh, the Chinese gaming company, they, they own a lot of stuff. They're a big part of gaming already. Just look at Blizzard and how yeah, they censored. Yeah. They, I mean, they don't even need to own it. It's just like, you know, if there's a Chinese guy involved and he says something about Hong Kong, mm -hmm. that's it. Not even that, just... They, they want access to the Chinese gaming market, and that's such a massive market that even, you know, Western companies are just bending right over, just bowling through any kind of, you know, human rights, uh, human rights uh, issue at all. Capitalism. Yeah, that's the issue. As usual. Yeah. Because don't, I mean, they call themselves the Chinese Communist Party. China is not a communist country. It's uh, it's it's hard capitalist. It yeah, might not be you know the free market, but it sure as fuck isn't communism. It's the dangerous thing about China is, I mean, during the ideological conflict between uh, you know Soviet Russia and America, it was kind of always taken for a given that 
democracy and capitalism went hand in hand, but China is proving that capitalism works better without democracy. Mm. And uh, there are people paying attention to that. There's a reason why a lot of big business people favored the Nazis back in the day. It was, I mean, for some of them it was because they had certain views on the Jews, but for most of them it was more like, oh, no democracy. We can just create the laws we want. We can run things how we do it and, you know, basically, you know, like, no, but not needing to bribe and go to all the red tape. We could just, you know, cut the working condition, do whatever we want and earn more money. And that's the way the market wants to go. Hmm. Yeah, I mean, they're succeeding in, no, you know, I mentioned my mom before on this podcast. She's a lovely lady. She's a good person. She's a she's a really good person. She has some dumb views, but you know, she, the real mom. She's a really good person. Uh, you know, credit to, to society. But she has some dumb views. But she's a good person. But even her, she she's got no problem just saying nah. Just Focus on focus on the sports aspect. Focus on the sports aspect. Just put the politics aside. But you can't put the politics aside because people are dying. People are really suffering. People are having their lives ruined. If I mean, if if a member of our family had been treated the way so many people have been treated by the China, if if one of us had been treated by the government like so many Chinese people have been treated by their government, my mom and all the rest of our family, we would become domestic terrorists like that. Yeah, I mean, remember how mad you got when uh, the way, you know, your grandfather died at the hospital. Yeah, I mean, she was ready to, you know, chop heads. So it's just because it doesn't affect you and because it seems further away, farther away than it really is. And we, just, we have to take a stand, man. Like, I asked, ask yourself this. Norwegians out there. I've been pissing on Norway all this episode. So let's, I'll give you a Norwegian example. I mean, we were invaded by the Nazis, so I think that's an apt comparison to make regardless. But I'll give you a better one. Because the Nazis were a long time ago. You know, up until recently, they're a big deal now again. Fucking hell, I thought we were done with Nazis, man. But our terrorist from back in 2011, the guy who massacred all, all those children on July 22nd, Anders Bering Breivik, would you go to a Christmas party, a Christmas party hosted by that guy? No, <laughs> that's what we're doing. It might not be Christmas, but we're going to a party bathed in blood. That's what we're doing. Just so much worse. And I really hope our children and grandchildren remember this shit and hold it against us. I really do. I hope this I mean, doesn't just slide the, away into history. The, like The way things are going right now, they'll be speaking Chinese. Yeah, that's done. And wouldn't say anything to insult its glorious leader. Yeah, at some point things are going to get really, really ugly. And uh, yeah, at some point people... Either a certain sub subset of the population is going to snap and, you know, become domestic terrorists... Uh, or even worse, they're not. They're just gonna, you know, be incorporated into you know the Chinese Empire. Being boiled. 
because you know Russia they're they're constant Russia is like your drunk racist noisy neighbor uh, he's a nuisance at all times but you're not really scared of him and you know America they're they're the guy you hear about they're the Florida man of countries and they're imploding right now and yeah they're they're a mess of their own you know yeah that's a domestic abuse case China that's the that's the you know that's the trailer right across the street with an ISIS flag and yeah yellow smoke coming out of the chimney that's a real threat uh yeah I'm more scared of China than any other country on earth yeah they're they're playing the economical game very well and then they know that being such a big country with such a big population if they don't just get on top economically everybody else has to do whatever the fuck they say mm. or they can like right now we're talking about you know us blockading or boycotting china but they know that when they're done with all you know their plans they will be the one who can turn the tables and you know boycott us and we will be the one that are screwed yeah and uh, so they have massive financial power all across the globe you know they're taking they're basically taking africa now you know industrializing africa uh and they also have another advantage that you don't really see in either Russia or uh, the U.S. of A. The U.S. of A. Uh, and that's okay. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say they're entirely unified, but they they come off as a more unified country than the other two. I mean, America is a clusterfuck. They are close to. They are closer to a civil war than anything, and Russia absolutely has discord in their discord absolutely uh yeah they're they might be you know more unified than the usa but it's um it's still a messy country and i have no doubt that people in china are also resistant to the current regime i mean just look at hong kong yeah the, uh, the problem is they have managed to paint the picture that no alternative exists and they crack so hard on the scent that. You know, it's kind of like, well, you know, to, to bring him back into this, you know, the mass shooter. Like, sure, if everybody there charges him, he'll shoot some and you'll probably, you know, take him down. But it's really hard being the first one leading that charge. Yeah, and, you know, couple this, this forced view of, uh, this forced impression of, you know, a unified country, coupled with their insane financial power and also the fact that as far as i know at least china even though it has a massive population like one billion plus people i think it's closer to a billion and a half almost more than a billion people at least like one eighth of the population of the earth is in china uh if everybody in china farts you can see it on the global warming effects yeah and despite them i mean they of course of course they have a wide wide variety of you know people and ethnicities in their country but i don't think they have as many separated groups of ethnic ethnicities as a lot of other at least there's not as much discord between them as many western countries like the usa for example or maybe it just seems that way 
It just, yeah, they come off as a more unified front. Uh, maybe that's just by force, because the regime is monstrous. And like you said, no one wants to be that first guy to say that, hey, let's fight back. I know that my family and friends and, you know, children, uh, yeah, they will all be killed for this, and we're probably not going to succeed. That's a really hard thing to, I mean, if you gave me that, I mean, I have a family, you know, girlfriend I love, a son that I love. I can't, I can't say I would, you know, willingly sacrifice them like that. It's a really, it's a really difficult thing to get past. And that's why, that's why we had to grasp, you know, the chances we have as countries. Like, the Winter Olympics, it might not seem like a big thing, but the history books would remember that, hey, during the, during that period of time, during the age of China, where China were, China are really storming ahead right now. They're growing, growing really fast. They're becoming, if they're not already, the greatest superpower on earth at the moment. And the history books would remember that, hey, during that time, Norway took a stand. Yeah, they, they resisted the regime of China by you know, messing with their public image because their public image is one of their most important weapons against its opponents. And we could have really, really hurt that. And we chose not to. We made a conscious decision to not do that. We, we bent the knee. And that really fucking sucks. It's, it's really disgraceful. I wish I could end this on a, you know, a happier note, but it's just really yeah. disgraceful. You promised a more happy episode yeah. than puppies. It's February, yeah. I'm still working on that sunshine episode. We're still, we're gonna get it. Sometime. You know, it's winter, you know, depressive winter. I haven't taken my vitamin D. Yeah. I can give you some vitamin D. <laughs> Motherfucker. <laughs> <sighs> okay, I think we're done. Anything well, else you want to add? Uh, China will conquer the world and we're all fucked if we don't do anything. Taiwan number one. Uh, yeah. We need to do, so do something. So... Send us ideas on how we could uh, overthrow the Chinese government on uh, our Twitter. Yeah. I'll, I'll p put it in the show notes. Yeah, we're fiddling with some ideas of, uh, yeah, doing some more. I was about to say doing some more social media stuff, but we should really just say doing Do social any media social media stuff. stuff. <laughs> Sorry about that. It's slow going, but we're getting there. All right. You good? Yeah. Wrong answer. We're bad, bad. Norway bad. I'm a bad man. <laughs> okay. See you guys. Jeepoo.